do not go gentle into that good night. Oh, they should burn and rage at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. The wise men at their end no dark is right. Because their words had fork no lightning they do not go gentle into that good night. Happy birthday! We're in the end game now. Oh, oh, come on. <laughs> you are kidding me. This is horrific. Yes, hello everyone. Welcome back to the end game special for Well Good Movies. As I've already said, it's my birthday or two days away from my birthday. So good enough, an excuse for me to take over the show once again with our mad end games for all to deal with. And of course, this is it. This is the third one before we will have had three respective winners, which means a champion of champions is soon to be coming uh, in the future. So... Who do we have combating here today? Who is looking for that momentous prize of cinema vouchers when cinemas are hospitable places again? And a special prize, which we will address later in the show. Our first team, a pair of comedy geniuses and just now his dog, um, both incredibly hardworking within the co- uh, within the comedy and writing scene, and former colleagues of mine on various sketch shows. Please welcome to the show Paul Hunt and Dan Mitchell. Hello, hello. All right. How are we doing? I'm doing very well now that the dogs are out. I was a little bit depressed beforehand, but now the dog has cheered me up massively. The question is, Paul, will your child be joining you in the same way as Dan's dog? Um, it, it is bedtime, so hopefully not. But any competitive advantage the dog may have had will be counteracted by this. So brilliant! <laughs> and I'm, okay. I'm also hoping that uh, Paul's child does not lick his face as much. <laughs> You'd be surprised if you do badly, Dan. There'll just be no licking. It'll just be like watching you from the corner, like so disappointed. <laughs> lick the disappointment from my face, <laughs> as all good pets should do. Okay, our second team then. Both are incredibly competitive when it comes to the idea of film quizzes. One is the very as uh, our very own guinea pig for many of these end games in the past, and the other is our resident mastermind semi-finalist. I don't say this in a derogatory way. I mean literally a semi-finalist of mastermind. Please welcome to the show Alex McCready and Ed Mason. Ooh. How are we? Do- wow, incredible enthusiasm there for Alex. <laughs> You know, one day of judging school children. So, right, just for reference, this was part of a job, not just like, (laughs) not just sat there going, Do you know who I really hate? You only know what I've been doing for half the day. The other half might have been legitimately just judging school children. Uh, Yeah, just at the school gates, like, What is she wearing? My God. (laughs) Oh, now that that many of the schools have gone back into session, Alex has had that chance. So, Ed, how has your day been and who have you been judging? Uh, I've, I've been judging myself what's putting up because I've just moved into a new flat. So most of my day, most of my like, last two weeks has been uh, setting up this new living room. So uh, if you're talking about competitive edge. I think my competitive edge might be I have now books all behind me. I have bookshelves of intimidation and hopefully like osmosis so I can just remember everything because they're right there. I mean, that's good. But usually what I find with books, it usually helps if you read them uh, as nah. opposed to put them on display. Okay, wonderful. Finally, last but not least, is our last team. So, both 
podcasters looking specifically into the realms of comic books. Hopefully they'll be able to draw on some superhuman abilities to win the end game today. Please welcome to the show, Jake Hart and Tom Gapper. Happy beer. Happy to be here. Oh, happy to be God, here. God, God listen, say, Craig. I, I was going to say, like, I really want beer right now, if that's the case. But... Uh, I wish I had beer. I should have thought of that. But no, I drank tea like an idiot. Ugh. Paul already had some alcohol out, so I thought Tom was just joining in with some, you know, with some lager or something. Yeah, come on, guys. This is meant to be a birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> So Jake, how is your celebratory spirit? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm excited to be here, man. I'm hoping with uh, all these comics and pops behind me that will sort of intimidate people with my pop culture knowledge. Quite different to the books. It's Funkos. <laughs> so we have a free pronged attack. We have knowledge. We have Funkos, and we have dogs. Excellent. <laughs> Let the competitors begin. However, before that, we have one more person. I suppose we should introduce. He is the technical arbiter of this entire show. He is the one who I can constantly blame for anything going wrong. But also, as it is my birthday and I feel a giving spirit, I'm going to be nice to him for this one and only time. He is my best friend and I love him. Please welcome to the show, David Oscar. Hello, hello. <laughs> kind of nervous now that I'm like the technical arbitrator, considering there was like a bit of the theme song played during when Craig's talking at the beginning. Yeah, that and also the wrong theme song. <laughs> oh yeah that's true like you said fix it in post in it <laughs> yeah. happy birthday okay on to the rules of the game so five different rounds five completely different sets of rules five different ways in which you are to interact with your partner before every single game we'll go over the rules and what's necessarily expected of you but before that we have some bonus points to dish out, don't we, David? So, yes, uh, every every team has given me their team name, as we usually do with these end games. And uh, the idea is that Craig doesn't know uh, which team name belongs to who. And uh, it's kind of usually best to be, you know, a bit mysterious with your name. So Craig doesn't uh, put two and two together. And he's going to give uh, bonus points to what team name he likes the most. Uh, so we'll we'll start off in the spirit of the happiness of birthdays with the first name, which is Birthday of the Dead, uh, is our first team name, Birthday of the Dead. Uh, we then also have, uh, fittingly, you know, we've gone from the dead to uh, gods. We have the New Gods. That's our second team name, the New Gods. And then our third team name is... Two snails, a frog, and a dinosaur walk into a Zoom call. I couldn't find a link between that and the other stuff that I had mentioned. <laughs> okay, so I know, I know exactly whose is who. So I've made my uh, I've made my decisions on who's going to be getting what. Let's see if I'm correct with my prediction of who these teams are. Let's just get the obvious one out of the way first, given the fact that. I'm I'm in a group with two of these people, uh, which is called Snail Worlds. Uh, one of them I know is obsessed with frogs, and the other one is, within debating terms, referred to as a dinosaur. I'm going to assume that two snails, a frog, and a dinosaur is Ale uh, walk into a bar. Is Alex and Ed? We are. Thanks, indeed, Alex. Excellent. So I'm assuming new gods then, because it is a it's an incredible comic reference. I would assume is Jake and Tom. How did you know? How did you know? It's brilliant. Which, uh, which means that my 
that's my final prediction was also correct. The birthday of the dead is Dan and Paul. Absolutely. It was a celebration of your birth in the form of zombies. Okay. So I'm going to give out the bonus. Uh, I'm going to give out the bonus points. I'm feeling particularly generous today. So everyone is getting some form of bonus points. Uh, here's what I've decided. My absolute favorite two team names uh, for their novelty are Birthday of the Dead and Two Snails, a Frog and a Dinosaur walk into a bar. So you'll be getting two bonus points each. Jake and, uh, Jake and Tom, I do like the team name. I think it is incredible. I think it's going to give you a lot of spirits. That's why I'm giving you one bonus point. So it's not a bad start, all things considered. I reckon so. we should quit now. Uh, we've got two points, Paul. Should we go? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm okay with that. Not sure I'm okay with that. <laughs> count, count only the legal votes. Only the legal points are counted. <laughs> okay. Let's bring on the first game. So I told everyone in preparation for this, this is going to be in some way birthday themed. I told them to emphasize the idea of somewhat, because what actually some of these games are going to be uh, is an excuse for me to do things that I really want to do because it's my birthday. So round one, who's that Pokemon picture? Who's that Pokemon? It's the murderer. So I love Pokemon. I love movies. And this is my birthday. I have the ability to do whatever I want. So I want to go and binge some Pokemon movies. Unfortunately, someone has thrown in a load of fake Pokemon movies that I now have to go through. So I thought the fairest thing that I could do is make you all do it. So this is what's going to happen. Uh, in your pairs, you're going to take turns. Basically, I'm going to give you a title of a Pokemon movie. And I want you to work out if it is real or if it's fake. You'll get five each. Uh, and they are completely randomized, as in data. Uh, David and I have gone to some length to do this. So the way in which we'll do this is we're going to do uh, we're going to do this in this order. We'll start with Birthday of the Dead, followed by two snails, a frog, and a dinosaur walk into a bar, and then the new gods. So we'll go through that until you've had five each. So I'll give you an example, um, just so you can work it out. If I were to give you the the uh, the film name Pokemon the first movie, do we think this is real or it's fake? Real. Sounds real. Fake. Real so it, AF. It's real. Yep. They they genuinely called the first movie the first movie. Such arrogance. And yet it worked off. They have uh, around 22 films now. Okay. Dan and Paul, your first title. Pokemon Forever. And that is forever spelt with a four, as in the number four. Hmm. Right, I, well, like I know about you, Paul, but I've always hated four and ever together like that. That's incredibly 90s, and I think Pokemon are a bit classier than that, which says something. <laughs> uh, did, did the so first one come if... out in the 90s? What? Did, did they come out in the 90s? Pokemon have been around for a lot longer okay. than, than you think. Okay. Uh, but uh, I, I think it's, it's a lie. But I, a, I, a, I, a well-constructed lie, I think. So you're going for fake? Fake. Fake. They say fake. Is it fake? It's real. It is the genuine name of the fourth movie. Is this going to be the trend where it's just like loads of numbers and we have to guess whether it was, you know... No, 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 no. no. So, 
Pope 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 gone ever. down in my estimation. <laughs> they are now lower than the 90s. Okay. So, Alex and Ed, you have the title Pokemon Pikachu's Belief. Okay. Ed, you know that I know nothing about Pokemon <laughs> and called it Pokemons for the majority of my life. So, do you have any ideas? No, my Pokemon knowledge extends to uh, I went to see the first movie in the cinemas and I watched a taste of Pikachu. What's it called? If that that comes up and people didn't know that's a film, well, you're welcome. But uh, Pikachu, what was the film again, Craig? Or the the Uh, legend film? uh, Pokemon Pikachu's Belief. Pikachu's Belief. I don't feel like Pikachu has beliefs. I don't think that's real. (laughs) I think it's so generic that Craig has made it up. Like, What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I'm sorry, it sounds really because, because, because well, so it's like, so you're saying that the Pokemon movies absolutely have to be absolute high end class. I don't know. I've never seen any of them. Oscar bait movies. Um, I don't know. Alex has been judging school children today, so she's just like, "This is the frame of mind I'm in. I'm going to judge Craig on his how immature he's possibly being." <laughs> I don't think it's real, but if you think no. it's real, Ed, I'm, I'm happy I, I, to I defer to you. I mean, it might it might be useful to get some sort of handle on what sort of films actually happen in, in the Pokemon universe. I, I don't think it's... Yeah, I'll, I'll go with it's fake. Is it fake? Yeah. It is fake. Next up, Jake and Tom. You have Pokemon Heroes. Oh, come on. That is just so generic, I mean... <laughs> Does Jake, that mean it's real um, or is it I fake? Help. I don't know. I, um, I, it sounds like it could be real, but that makes me think it's not. Because Craig is yeah, clever. I, He'd think of something like this. Playing off what Alexandra said, I almost think it sounds way too generic that it has to be fake. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, yeah, all right. I'm going to go with fake. You're going it's with fake. fake. Yeah. Is it fake? God it's damn it. It is the fifth Pokemon movie. So they lost that whole uh, number, numbered rule, Ed. T- put that in your mind, Ed. They, they didn't stick with, you know, Pokemon 5 together. <laughs> Next up, Dan and Paul. Pokemon in love. Ugh. Now, I have always <laughs> been curious about whether, how Pokemon produce other Pokemon. Um, There's no love. It's just hard rutting, I think. Uh, within within the uh, the the sort of case of that Pokeball, um, which itself sounds rude. The thing is, what do we know of love, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we I've been just... married eleven years, Dan. Yeah, look, I, I'm a married man as well, and uh, my God, why can't we just wish these animated weird characters some happiness? <laughs> I suspect that this is actually a, a real one, Paul. I honestly do believe this to be real. I, I, I'll go with that and just, uh, as an addition, hope that um, David Bowie's Heroes was in Pokemon Heroes on the soundtrack because it's not that I thought it was like based on the Cadbury's Heroes uh, chocolate. Uh, it was a cash-in version. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> I think Pokemon were in love. <laughs> okay. Yes. Is it real? Oh, there we are. I'm just going back to cynicism now. Sod their happiness. So, Let the Pokemon die. So to answer your question about how Pokemon uh, procreate, they have breeding centers within uh, within the world where you leave two Pokemon and they produce eggs. 
I think he wants uh, to know more the mechanics of it. Like one word, ditto. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no love when it comes to dittos. <laughs> Can't just say ditto is the lubricant for all Pokemon. That's not fair. <laughs> okay, next up, Ed and Alex. Pokemon Diaboramon's Revenge. So, sorry, what? Pokemon Diaboramon's Revenge. Okay, so those were certainly syllables. Um... <laughs> is that a Pokemon? I mean, it could either be a Pokemon or just like randomly named. Well, not randomly named. I assume they have other ways of coming up with names of people, but you know, random antagonist who who hates Pokemon for some reason. I don't know. Um, I mean, it does sound less generic. I'd quite like to know where Craig came up with this name from if it isn't actually a film. It sounds. I, I don't. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. But I've got no justification for that. I just. Mm. It's up to you. Uh, just on the basis of where, where, where else does that name come from? I think I want to say it's real and think it's an actual Pokemon okay. or Yes. You're going real? Yes. Is it real? No. Oh, nice. It's the, the moral high ground. It's the, it's the title of a Digimon film that I just put Pokemon at the beginning of. I, I thought they were the same thing. No, because no Pokemon ends with the word Mon. All Digimon end with the word Mon. Yeah, that's the kind of game I'm now playing with you. Anyway, Jake and Tom, your next title. Pokemon, Deancey, and the Cocoon of Destruction. Right, well, I know Deancey is a Pokemon. That, that's the most knowledge we've had in this entire round. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it's real, because it just sounds... And what was it? The so, cocoon uh, of, of what? The cocoon of destruction. That sounds pretty metal. Sounds, so I want it to be sounds true. Sounds metal as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to go with real. Yeah, that's real, man. Is it real? Yep. It is real. For Dark Side. Yep. Okay. Next up, we have Dan and Paul. Come on, You're Paul. Like, we can do this. If this next one is Detective Pikachu, I'm feeling pretty confident. <laughs> <laughs> Your next title is Pokemon Hooper and the Class of uh, Clash of Ages. Hooper? Yeah. How's that spelled? Is that with a P-A or a P-E-R? Don't worry. P-A. P-A. Oh, P-A. Now now it sounds like a Pokemon. Otherwise, it just sounds like a man who lives on my street. (laughs) Isn't that somebody He drinks too much. He drinks too much. And I have seen him wet himself outside the shop. Um, (laughs) If it was him, on the path to destruction, it sounds like his life. Is it Hooper and the what of destruction? Uh, Clash of Ages. Oh, Clash of Ages. All right. Mm. Well, he's not ageist because he's quite old. Um, so, I don't know. I'm basing it just on a man I know, and I think it's real, <laughs> Paul. But the, what, what do you think? I, I think it might be fake, but then this is, uh, you know, this could be anything. Uh, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> it, it is, and that's tragic, isn't it? It shows how much effort we put in our life. Okay, what's it going to be, Paul? Is it going to be are we going to go fake or true? I'm saying true, and you're saying fake. We're in, we're in, in honor of in honor of the person you know, we'll go with your 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 feelings. <laughs> okay, let, let's let's hope that the the basically the coincidence that the name sounds like the drunk man who lives on my street, and I've seen wet himself. 
and uh, let's hope that it's real based on him. Okay, so you're going real? Yeah. Is it real? It's yes! real! Hey! I'm you giving own... him a pound for some vodka. <laughs> we definitely need to get that poster and just <laughs> replace that Pokemon with just a man wetting himself. <laughs> Next up, uh, Ed and Alex. Pokemon Ranger and the Temple of the Sea. This sounds like a rejected Indiana Jones film, but okay. Again, I think it might be real. I've got no justification. Okay. I just think it is. Well, last time I tried to think for myself, uh, it failed miserably. <laughs> so we're going to say it's real. Is it real? It's real. It might as well be a rejected title for an Indiana Jones film, given the actual premise of it. Okay, next up we have uh, Jake and Tom. Ready? Yes. Pokemon Secret Behind the Balls. That can't be real. <laughs> that can't be real. <laughs> Please say it again, slowly. Pokemon Secret Behind the Balls. <laughs> that sounds more something like from Dragon Ball Z. So basically, we've been waiting for the rom-com all this time, and it wasn't Pokemon in Love, it was this one, is it? <laughs> I'm I I yeah I'm gonna say that's fake that can't be real. I I want it to be real, so I'm you gonna know. say I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say fake. Now I'll go with Jake on this one. Okay, yeah, I can't. It, is it fake? <sighs> it's fake. We were hoping because obviously the items they use to catch Pokemon are called Pokeballs. Or that yes, might have that that was the reason I was hoping. Okay, so David, after three uh, after three questions each, what are the scores? Uh, so it's uh, Ed and Alex uh, have two points, and so do Jake and Tom, and then it's Dan and Paul with one point. Okay, fantastic. Still every chance to catch up. Okay, uh, Dan and Paul, your next one. Pokemon, the power of us. That, well, that's, de- that's depressing. It is, but that sounds like the schmaltz that they're trying to sell in yes. some of them. Oh, often is it, that's is it more. Us, that... Is it you us are? or is it you? Is it us or is it US? It's it's <laughs> definitely it's definitely us. Okay. You can the, imagine the, the that small being... is uh, small. That the S oh. is small. You can imagine that being a sort of like um, an Americanized version of a, of a, <laughs> a Japanese thing. You know, they've, they've they've got oh, it's the power of us when basically it involves you know fighting flaming lizards uh, against electric. <laughs> balls and stuff like that um i I I think i think it's real yeah yeah real we're going real is it real it's real yeah it's it's meant to be a a remake of uh the second film which was the power of one and but they got loads of flack for it because it was just like well he got loads of help it wasn't just one guy so they they remade it and made it the power of us which is just <laughs> they got loads of flack that it was just one. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Things are not done with one person. But yes, excellent the point there. Ed and Alex, your next one is this. Pokemon Kieran versus the Swords of Justice. Also what is in Kieran spelt like the, the normal boy's name or No no Kieran. So K Y U R E M. I mean if I had to go out on the limb, I would say Kieran is a Pokemon. I mean like why not? I don't. I don't know if swords exist in Pokemon universe. Also, I mean, it doesn't have to be the Pokemon that have the swords. If there are actual literal swords here, right? <laughs> this is um, true. 
Should I thought think? Yoda was a Pokemon for years, so I really am not the most qualified person to be here. As long as it's not a Pokemon quiz and just a Pokemon round, I think we should be fine then. Should we just say true, because why not? Yeah. True, please. You're going true. It's true. It is a film, and it's one of my favourites, despite not being one of the best. Okay, next up, we have Jake and Tom. Ready? Let's Bring go. It. Pokemon Raikou, The Legend of Thunder. I'm pretty sure that one is real. I mean, again, Raikou is a Pokemon. There was a movie where he was, like, the lead Pokemon. So... Wait, so, say, the, say the title again. Uh, Pokemon Raikou, The Legend of Thunder. He's a Gen 2 legendary. One of the, He's one of those dogs. I'm going to say it's real. Are you going to say it's real? I don't know. Okay, we'll go with you. We'll go with you. God, okay, now it's all okay. on me. Yeah, it's real. Is it real? Jake, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that was a TV special, so it was uh, three episodes, uh, like part one, two, three. So it's not a movie, but it is a thing. Dodgy, one of the dodgy. many tricks that I went for. Okay. Dan and being Paul, trick, on, can I just say, you're being tricked by poke, a Pokemon master here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dan and Paul, your final one for this round. Pokemon and the Prisoner of Alakazam. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> okay, this does sound like a rip-off of Harry Potter. <laughs> what do you think, Paul? I, I, I can't... I refuse to believe that is the real title. I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, and I'm, I'm with you all the way on this, Paul. I don't want it to be true. And if it is true, I don't want to live in this world anymore. Forget everything that's going on in the news and politics. If this is a real Pokemon thing, that's it. I'm over. And I'm going to write a stern letter if it is. <laughs> okay, so the we're going to... Patel. <laughs> I think she has enough on her plate. <laughs> anyway, so you're going for fake. Yeah. yeah? Is it fake? Thank God. It is purely because the name Alakazam was quite close to Azkaban. I had to do it. You you trickster. <laughs> okay, Ed and Alex, your final one. The strong worded letter will go to Craig now instead of Pretty <laughs> Please do. I want to receive things in the post. Anyway, Ed and Alex, your final one. Pokemon Destiny Deoxys. Destiny Deoxys. Is that a digi no Digimon's all ending mon? So it's not. Yeah. I'm learning. Yeah, um, yeah. Once again, we're halfway there. Um, Living on a prayer. What? It might be. It might not be. Strong maybe. That, 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 that is the name of the game, apparently. Do you have any flip, flip coin ideas, or is it just sure, why not, or does that doesn't seem realistic? Yeah, go on. So, should we, should we go for the uh, sure, why not? Yeah, go on then. True, please. Is it true? It is. Okay. Jake and Tom, your final one. Redemption time. Come oh, on, we need this. Come on. Po Let's do this. Pokemon Resurrection F. Okay, no. Now that no, uh, that no, is no a way. Dragon Ball thing. I know that's a Dragon Ball thing. So fake. Yeah, fake. I, that can't be. Is it fake? Yep. As Tom correctly identified, it is indeed a Dragon Ball Z film that I just put Pokemon in front of. Brilliant. Okay, 
So that's the end of the first round. David, let's look at those scores. Uh, so it is three uh, to Dan and Paul. Uh, Jake and Tom also have three points, but uh, the winner of that round is Ed and Alex with four points uh, to two people who've never watched a Pokemon film apart from the first one, a Detective Pikachu. Excellent. So the way that this will work is that if you win, a, if you win the round, you get three team points. If you come second, you get two. And if you come third, you get one. So I will just add those on. So basically, uh, Ed and Alex get three points. Uh, every other team get two points. Okay, wonderful. Let's now move on to our second round, which I think will be a bit lighter for everyone. Our second round is... We finish each other's... Sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. I've never met someone who thinks so much like me. Jinx. Jinx again. Okay, enough of the Frozen buying into. So the way that this round uh, will work is as follows. There are lots of movies that have lots of references to birthdays or lots of films about birthdays. And we wanted to, you know, bring that spirit within this uh, within this game. So what we've done is we've taken a variety of clips from different films. We will tell you what the film is. We will play the first half of the clip. And we want you independently to try and work out what the next sentence, what the next sentence or next words are going to be. Okay, so the way this will then work is if one member of your team gets it right, your team will get a point. If both of you get it right, you will get three points. Okay, so there's an incentive for you to try and get it all together and not just have one of you carry. Uh, what you'll do is you'll listen to the clip and then you'll send, the, uh, you'll send your guesses to me via private message on Zoom. And then we'll go through everyone and ask you to say what you think the clip is. Okay. So, David, correct me if I'm wrong, but the first film that we're going to is Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Excellent. So, Pee-wee is talking with one of his neighbours about his birthday. And let's just listen to what happens next. Today is my birthday, and my father said I can have anything I want. Good for you and your father. So, guess what I want? What does he want, according to Pee-wee? Who has seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Has anyone seen it? No. I saw it many years ago when Hungover. <laughs> what a film to watch, Hungover. Wow. Yeah. I have yeah. never seen it. I've never seen it either. That's one of the Burton ones I've missed. Okay, no, we have answers for everyone. Okay, we'll go through it in order if I received. Dan, what do you think he asked for? A life. <laughs> Paul? I said, uh, like a bike. Ed? I just went generic because I have no idea what the plot could be about. So I just said lots of presents. Tom? I was guessing there was some animosity there. So I went for a kick in the teeth. Jake? Yeah, I went for a specific colour of a bike, a red bike. And Alex? If I'm correct, the quote goes, do you want a new brain? And he says, no, I want your bike. David, play the answer. Today is my birthday and my father said I can have anything I want. Good for you and your father. So guess what I want? A new brain. Now, your bike. <laughs> so that is one point to two snails, a frog and a dinosaur walking to a bar. Well done, Alex. Now we go to the film Falling Down with, uh, with Michael Douglas. And he's trying to get to his daughter's birthday party. He's having a particularly stressful time. And all he wants to do is get some breakfast from an established uh, established food chain. How does it go down? 
Why am I calling you by your first names? I don't even know who you are. I still call my boss Mr. I worked for him for seven and a half years, but I walk in here all of a sudden total stranger. I'm calling you Rick and Sheila like we're in some kind of AA meeting. I don't want to be your buddy, Rick. I just want a little breakfast. Well, you can call me Miss Folsom if you want to. Sheila, we stop serving breakfast at 11.30. So... How does Michael Douglas's character respond to that? Is, is, it, is it a specific line, or is it just it is a, how the scene goes down? Uh, it's just one. It's just one line. It's just the next immediate line. So I'm going to go in reverse order, uh, just again make my zooming uh, easier. So Ed, what do you think the line is? Uh, so the general thrust of the scene is that he pulls his gun out and forces them to give him a burger, I think. So I just went for, how about now? And he pulls out his gun to enforce the threat. Uh, Paul, what did you go for, which made me laugh? I've never seen the film, so I said, fuck you. But then in brackets, I wanted to make it clear that I wasn't saying <laughs> fuck you to Craig, but it was the, the line. I appreciate highly the sentiment that you're not saying fuck me on my birthday. <laughs> Jake. Uh, I haven't seen the film, so I just went with just give me my F in sausage roll. Tom? Uh, I, I went along similar lines. I just went with just give me my goddamn breakfast. So Dan? Well, I said it, it's only 11.32 for flip's sake, because not swearing here. And finally, Alex? Um, I said Rick, the customer is always right. Okay. So I'll give you a heads up now. Um, one of you is not quite correct, but almost uh, almost close enough. So I've, the general rule is if you have the gist of the line, I will give you the point. Uh, play the response. Why am I calling you by your first names? I don't even know who you are. I still call my boss Mr. I worked for him for seven and a half years, but I walk in here all of a sudden total stranger. I'm calling you Rick and Sheila like we're in some kind of AA meeting. I don't want to be your buddy, Rick. I just want a little breakfast. Well, you can call me Miss Folsom if you want to. Sheila, we stop serving breakfast at 11.30. Rick, have you ever heard the expression, the customer is always right? The customer is always right. So that's another point for Alex. Uh, Ed is right that the, the scene that basically then follows is the idea that uh, he does indeed pull out a gun and basically threaten the place. Eventually, he then settles for just their actual lunch menu, which kind of makes the entire thing hilarious. Wonderful. Next up, and I think this is where Dan having a dog is going to have a competitive edge. We now go to All Dogs Go to Heaven. Um Basically, this is the scene where where Charlie, Itchy, and the girl's name, who I can't remember because apparently I am sexist, uh, go uh, go and bet on a horse because it's the horse's birthday. They're watching this horse race. Play the clip. Come on, Charlie! You can do it! It's your birthday! I don't care if it's his... So, there's two things to this. One, what does he not care if it is? And two... Uh, there is a line right after it that says that horse is a something. I will give you a bonus point if you can say what that something is. Uh, can I just check? Are these characters dogs? 
fighting uh, the girl, on a horse. The girl is a human. The okay. the the male the male voice is a dog. And the she, dog and the human are communicating with each other. Yeah, she I has a magical. She is a special human who can speak to all animals. Okay, all answers are in. Dan. Well, I said I don't care if it's his bar mitzvah. That horse is an ass, as in donkey. <laughs> uh, I don't, oh, don't care if it's his funeral. I put bleak. Tom. Uh, I, I I kind of went similar. I went. I don't care if it's his last day. And then I went. That horse is out of his league. I don't know. I haven't seen the film in like donkey's years. So continuing the theme of the ass. Anyway, <laughs> Alex, what did you go for? I also went for Bar Mitzvah, but I've seen the film relatively recently because I discovered that the girl who plays the little girl in it got murdered by her father. And I was like, oh, that's some fun trip. Better watch the film. Um, and the horse is a glue pot. How on earth do I respond to that? That's not, it's not the same girl from The Land Before Time, is it? Wasn't she murdered? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, she got yeah. murdered by her, her father. It's a dumb blue film. That film is already sad enough. Yeah. This is taking a depressing turn. Dogs go to heaven. The, the very title implies dead dogs. <laughs> now we've got a dead little girl in it. Oh. And it's blue. Craig's birthday. Dead horse. My God, it might as well just be an animated massacre. <laughs> Happy birthday! Paul, what did you go for? Well, I thought what would be more important on a birthday, and I also went with Bar Mitzvah. Um, and I also said that horse is dynamite. Okay, and finally, Ed. Uh, by the sounds of it, this isn't necessary because I'm being carried by Alex for this entire round. I, I, I went for the, his last birthday, and I thought maybe it was the other person talking, so that horse is a sure winner. But, you know. Okay, David, play the results. You can do it! It's your birthday! I don't care if it's his his bar mitzvah. That horse is a glue pot. Shut up! Yep. So it is in it was indeed his bar mitzvah, and it was indeed glue pot. So this is how the points work. Both Dan and Paul got bar mitzvah, which means your team gets three points. Alex, by virtue of getting the bonus point as well for that uh, for that particular answer, you get two points. Okay, are we ready for the next clip? So we've had a lot of depressing talk about dead dogs and dead children playing characters in films with dead dogs. Let's go a little bit lighter. Let's go to something like, say, oh, I don't know. Let's go to 16 Candles. That's a nice birthday moment, a pleasantry at the end of the film. This is a nice, pleasant moment. What's said next? Thanks for coming over. Thanks for coming to get me. Happy birthday, Samantha. Good wish. What does she say next? What did he say at the end? Make a wish. Uh... Paul's having to channel his romantic comedy skills here. What's the kind of cheesy stuff they'd say? So again, I'm going to honour the spirit of if if the sentiment of your line is close enough, I will give you the point. So we'll start with Jake. I put, uh, I wish this day would never end. Ed? I just went to the romantic size of, I wish that you kiss me. Paul? Um, I, I didn't know what to put, so I just like, all done. I, I've made my wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Done that. Beautifully formal. 
Uh, and then we've got Dan. I said, I've already got my wish, and then made a vom sound in my mouth. <laughs> and then uh, Tom and Alex have gone for the exact same answer, so who wants to say what it is? It's, it already came true. David, what's the answer? Thanks for coming over. Thanks for coming to get me. Happy birthday, Samantha. Good wish. It already came true. Yeah. <laughs> and I've never even seen the movie. This is a glorious day for Dark Side. <laughs> So that's uh, so to honor it, uh, Dan, you will be getting a point for that because you, as far as I'm concerned, you already, and then about the basis of the wish, as far as I'm concerned, that's it. So every team gets one point for that. Congrats. All right, that's the smaltzy stuff out of the way. Next quote We go to another relation, uh, another relationship based uh, drama, but this time from a view from the top. Uh, with Gwyneth Paltrow. This is a scenario in which Donna is being given a, a birthday card uh, or what she thinks is a birthday card from her boyfriend. Let's see how this goes down. Look, don't read that. Oh, come on, I like things that are corny. You're breaking up with me? In a birthday card? Why? Why is he breaking up with her in a birthday card? Has anyone seen this film? I had never seen it. I never. I, I thought maybe it was like an obscure Hitchcock film by the title at first. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like that. Okay. So that's all the answers. So let's start with Paul. I went for that's all they had at the store. Tom? I went thought it would be funny. <laughs> Cruel. Um, Dan? They didn't have any breakup cards. Jake? I thought it seems better than a text message. Ed? Uh, just went for it's not a birthday card. Like maybe she misread it or something. And Alex? I just said you're a bitch because I've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what was the real reason? Ah! You're breaking up with me? In a birthday card? Why? Well, they don't make breaking up cards. Yep, Dan is right to celebrate. As far as I'm concerned, that's a point. And I have uh, never a... seen that film. I never will, because that's probably the best line. <laughs> so that's another point for Birthday of the Dead. Okay, next up, we're going to go into the beautiful, mystical world of Alice in Wonderland. That would be very nice. I'm sorry I interrupted your birthday party. Uh, thank you. Birthday? <laughs> My dear child, this is not a birthday party. Of course not. <laughs> so if it's not a birthday party, what is it? I'm just going to say this now. I'm very tempted to dock points from anyone who doesn't know this. Mm. Oh... <laughs> I'm going to start with a particular team's answers because um, they are entertaining. Uh, Dan, what do you think the answer is? I said, this is the Mad Hatter's tea party and now you must die! <laughs> and Paul, what do you think it is? Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> that was the previous question. <laughs> okay, now on to everyone else. So, Alex... It's an unbirthday party, a party you celebrate every day that's not your birthday. Tom? 
I also went for unbirthday party. Jake. A very merry unbirthday to you. To me. And, and Ed. That's uh, four for unbirthday party, apparently. Is it unbirthday party? No, a birthday party. Of course not. <laughs> this is an unbirthday party. Unbirthday? Yep. So that's indeed three points to both the new gods and two snails, a frog and a dino, uh, a dinosaur walk into a bar. The comeback begins, Jake. And the final one for this round is probably one of my favourite films and definitely a film I'll be watching on my birthday. We go from the mystical to the very rural hot fuzz. Excuse me. What? When's your birthday? 22nd of February. What year? What year? Almost seems redundant to make people read this out because I think everyone, except for Alex, hasn't answered yet. Okay, everyone has just gone for the same uh, for the same answer. I think the best thing to do is just let the uh, let the clip play. David, excuse me. What? When's your birthday? Twenty second of February. What year? Every year. Get out. Hey. Yes, every year. So that's three points to every team. Okay. So that is the end of We Finish Each Other's. So David, read me the scores. So at the end of that, uh, we have Dan and Paul had eight points. Jake and Tom had seven points. Uh, but the winners of that one again are Ed and Alex, who had 11 points. Congratulations. Thank you, Alex, for like 90% of that. <laughs> yep, just, just randomly deciding to watch depressing films out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, little bit of a chat. Dan, Dan and Paul, how are you guys getting on? Um, it, what, in life in general? I Not mean, whatever general. aspect. No, no I'm, I'm going slightly insane because there's always something to do in the house because I'm I'm of a, of an age where I'm married and if I sit still for more than a few minutes and don't make any clicking sounds on the keyboard I've got to either polish something destroy something uh, or, or build something <laughs> I have no idea how it's going to follow that up but don't it's fine <laughs> can can Paul can you can you uh, attest to this sort of thing I I'm, I've just spent the week having my living room ceiling replaced so Pretty much the same thing. Okay, so very much men of just your houses are slowly being destroyed and rebuilt. It's why yeah. you can see, like on screen, that we have no soul left anymore. <laughs> it has it's been just... it has been painted over, or and sealed and <laughs> sealed into a wall. The law narrative of lockdowns is just let's do some decorating. <laughs> I mean, the lack of soul also probably seems slightly problematic for creative projects. It is slightly, yeah, but it's all right. What I've been taken to doing is like throwing a load of ink onto a piece of paper and seeing if any words form. And then I can say, look, I've done enough for the day. If anything similar to a word uh, appears. Isn't that the sociopath test? Isn't that well, something you do to check if you're a psychopath or not? <laughs> if, if I folded it over, if I did the Rorschach, yeah, that's fine. But I'm actually looking for, for actual words. 
So it is a bit different. Not looking for images of like dogs with their heads split open by axes or or children who played cartoon characters dead. So, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, mate, right? This is like one of the best days of my life in a, in a long time, simply because I got to wear a badge with my name on it so everyone <laughs> would know who I was, all right? This is it. I don't often, there's no point anymore. My uh, Look at, my wife doesn't, my wife knows who I am. Uh, what have you got? Oh, God, Paul, what have you got there? Just because we're living upstairs, because of all the workmen, we've got a basket of food that we eat from throughout <laughs> the day because we can't get to the kitchen. Do you eat head and shoulders? Because that... Oh, no, th- this is cod liver oil. Delicious. <laughs> got some um, uh, uh, chocolate French pastries. How many, like, essential nutrients are you going to be, like, lacking? We need the cod liver oil because we're not going to be eating any fish or meat or anything for a few weeks. So a kinder bar for the six-year-old. So, yeah. Okay, moving swiftly on. <laughs> we'll look back on this in, like, five years' time. Like, what was coronavirus like? Just Paul's clip there. Like, we've been living upstairs, living off this basket of food. Like, oh, my God, it was terrible. Anyway. Moving on to round number three. This is now the round. I'll put it in the chat again, but this is where we'll be using the the buzzer app. Also, you're free to choose whatever random nicknames you want, but so long as you make it clear that it is you, just so I can... Okay, welcome to round three, Birthday Bash. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. It is your birthday period. Statement of fact. So essentially... What this is, is that as it is my birthday, I also want to celebrate other people's birthdays who are going on. So we have got a number of gifts that I want to give to different actors whose birthday it is around this time. Uh, Unfortunately, I've confused who is meant to be for who, so I'm going to have you work out who the the collection of gifts are for. So this is the way this will work. I'm going to show, uh, we're going to show you five clues that will basically all link to a particular actor or actress. What we want you to do is buzz in when you think you know who that actor is. So the sooner that you get it, the the more points that you get for this round. So, for example, if you get it on the first clue, you'll get five points. If you get it on the fifth clue, you'll get one point. Uh, Does that make sense to everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like I said, there will be some form of arbitrary clue uh, that will connect to their career in some way or just who they are as a person. And at the end of this round, there is a bonus two points available to your team. If you can say which of the two, so which two of the four are actually born on my birthday, which is March the 21st. The other two will then be born on March the 19th, which is the day this episode comes out. Is everyone clear? The first clue. Call of Duty for Xbox. Tom. Evan Spacey. He was in a Call of Duty game. Okay, bold of you to assume that I'd ever want to give him any form of a platform on this. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Also, you only get one guess per team, so that means that Jake wouldn't be able to guess for this clue. Ah, but he could guess for the next one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, nobody else? Your second clue. A lot of fish. <laughs> uh, granny goodness. So that's Jake. Liam Neeson. I was just thinking of his line, there's always a bigger fish. That's not bad logic. Dan. Tom Hanks. Is it Tom Hanks? So do we have any form of guess from Ed and Alex? 
Alex uh, looked at me disgusted, so no. <laughs> Ed, however, has gone for a guess. I'm, I'm just saying a name because I might as well. Tom Hardy. Is it Tom Hardy? It's not Tom Hardy. So that means we now move on to the third, uh, to the third clue. A bunch of gadgets. Tom Gapper. It's uh, Matthew Broderick. Is it Matthew Broderick? It's Matthew Broderick. So I will now reveal the remainder of the clues and explain how they work. So the two final clues were tickets to see The Lion King on Broadway and a day off. So he got a day off because he was in he was Ferris Bueller in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He was the voice of uh, Simba in The Lion King and also was a Broadway star. Uh, a bunch of gadgets. He was Tom. Uh, Inspector Gadget. He was indeed Inspector Gadget. Uh, he was responsible for the line, that's a lot of fish in the 2001 Godzilla film. Iconic line. Yep. And one of his very first appearances was in the film War Games. Call of Duty is indeed a... War game. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So now you understand how this works. Okay. So that's Actor... three points to Tom. Three... Yeah, uh, that is three points to the team, New Gods. Your next clue for your next actor. A thermometer. <laughs> Granny goodness. Jake. Eddie Murphy. Is it Eddie Murphy? I was gonna go, I was thinking Dr. Doodle. Seems Eddie, like a tenuous link to me. But okay. Oh, you have no idea how <laughs> tenuous some of these links can go. <laughs> Any other guesses from the other teams? In that case, we'll go to the second clue. A ghost detector. <laughs> Ed? Why not Bill Murray? Is it Bill Murray? Dan? Dan Aykroyd. Is it Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> and finally, Granny Goodness? Is it Patrick Wilson? All right, we go to the third clue then, which is a set of Frank Miller graphic novels. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, never mind. I was. Can I retract that? That is an incorrect guess. Therefore, you're oh, locked yeah. out of this. You're locked out of this clue. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the pain, which is team communication. Oh. George Constanza. So Paul Hunt. Is it Michael J. Fox? Is it Michael J. Fox? Unfortunately, it's not. Which means. The last guess for this clue can either go to add, uh, Ed? Uh, Hugo Weaving. Is it Hugo Weaving? Okay, so now we come to the fourth clue. A G.I. Joe doll. They're thinking the cogs are spinning. You can <sighs> see them all. <laughs> I think I have an idea. What, what about you, Tom? I'm trying to remember all the other clues. <laughs> I will uh, say that the final clue should make it quite obvious who it is. Jake, if you have a guess, go for it, buddy. Are you sure? Go for it, man, before someone else snipes us. Okay, Jake, you've gone for your uh, guess. Is it, is it Gerard Butler? Is it Gerard Butler? Oh. Any guesses from Paul, Dan? I'm going to have a go, if you unless you've got an idea. Yeah, go on. Dan. Tommy Lee Jones. Is it Tommy Lee Jones? 
So that basically means Ed or Alex, if you have a guess. Alex. Henry Golding. So you now need to be quick on this final clue. Because if you don't get it from this, you're just not going to get it. A model of Nakatomi Plaza. Ed got in there first. Uh, which one? Alan Rickman. It's not Alan Rickman. Uh, Tom. Bruce Willis. Bruce oh. Willis. Uh, <laughs> so let me just explain uh, all the clues. So Nakatomi Plaza is obviously the plaza in Die Hard. Bruce Willis is the star of Die Hard. Um, uh, Bruce Willis was also in G.I. Joe Retaliation. Hence the G.I. Joe doll. Uh, Frank Miller graphic novels. It was in um, Sin City, wasn't he? Sin yeah. City, yep. Uh, a ghost detector. This is a an arbitrary link to the sixth sense, where Bruce Willis was indeed mm. a ghost. Spoiler. I apologise. Uh, this is the most tenuous and probably my favourite clue. A thermometer was because one of Bruce Willis's earlier roles was in Mercury Rising. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh. You know, I'm too impressed to be mad at that. <laughs> if somebody did say that, like, um, I'm going to go for Mercury Rising because of the thermometer, Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Are we ready for? Actor number three. C. Okay. So we're going for a D, uh, a DVD of the 1980 short film Diversion. I'm not surprised that nobody wants to <laughs> take the gamble on this one. That's fine. A book of Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> McCready. I'm really anxious I'm wrong now, but Will Smith... So it's up for grabs for the others for this clue. Uh, Dan. Keanu Reeves. For no reason whatsoever. So that means there's one guest left open to Jake and Tom if they want it. Tom. Patrick Warburton. Everyone's going for a specific gender, I've noticed. <laughs> Tickets to see the French play La Liaison d'Andrew. I butchered that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dan. Sarah Michelle Geller. It is not Sarah Michelle Geller. Tom. Catherine Zeta Jones. Which means there's one uh, guest left open to Ed or Alex. I don't know, Cameron Diaz. I feel like we should just talk about more women. It's not Cameron Diaz. Okay. The fourth clue a Simpsons art style portrait of the Mona Lisa. Jake. Is it Emma Stone? Emma Stone? Alex? Is it um, Glenn Close? Is it Glenn Close? Oh. So it's good you got that because the final one would have been a Dalmatian coat. Let's just go through the clues then. So Dalmatian coat obviously was Cruella de Vil in A 101 Dalmatians. A Simpsons art style portrait of the Mona Lisa. She played Mona Simpson, as in Homer Simpson's mother in The Simpsons. Uh, tickets to see the French play Le, uh, Liaison Dangerous is the, uh, the play that inspired Dangerous Liaisons. Uh, a book of Little Red Riding Hood. She was the granny in Hoodwinked, which was the... Uh, which I'm trying to figure the right way of describing it, but it was the detective style retelling of Red Riding Hood. And the 1980 short film Diversion was the film that eventually became Fatal Attraction. 
So Glenn Close there being notoriously difficult to write clues for. <laughs> I promise the last one is a bit nicer. Ed would have been kicking himself if he didn't get the Dalmatian coat if it did go to the next round. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay, so the fine uh, so that's uh, two points then for Alex and Ed. Uh, the final actor. The first clue. The bat signal. Oh, well, that could be anyone. <laughs> Alex? I fucked up. I was going to say Rob Pattinson, but for no particular reason. I know his birthday and it's not in March. I mean, just for knowing his birthday alone, you lose your, <laughs> your position in this round. <laughs> Tom? I'm just going to go Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer? Yeah. There we go. Basically. Um, Paul, do you want to go for one of the Batmen? Yeah, yeah, go on. Do you want to go for one or shall I? You do it. All right. Michael yeah. Keaton. Is it Michael Keaton? Not quite. This is where we now go the second clue. The sword Excalibur. <laughs> I love how everyone must have thought, like, there must only be two left. Wait, what's <laughs> so Paul, uh, Paul Hunt. Gary Oldman. It's Gary oh, Oldman. Oh, nice. <laughs> so why is it Gary Oldman? <clears throat> was he in um, Excalibur? Or that, that, um, King Wait, was that a random Harvard? guess? It was a random guess. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just to explain the, ration, uh, the rationale of that. So the bat signal is because he was Commissioner Gordon in the Dark Knight trilogy. Therefore, he was the one specifically using the bat signal, not the Batman. <laughs> uh, the Sword Excalibur, he was in the animated movie Quest for Camelot. Oh, uh, of course he was. Yeah. So oh. the, the clues that were coming up uh, was a novel with a secret code marked TTSS, which would have been Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, uh, a transforming potion because he was Sirius Black in Harry Potter, and a manuscript of the famous Winston Churchill speech because he was Churchill in The Darkest Hour. Okay, so that is four points for Birthday of the Dead. So before we get the final scores for that round, like I said, there are two bonus points available for if you can identify which, of, which two of those four were born on March 21st. So I'll go to each team to ask for your guess. You can obviously confer. Alex and Ed, who do you think was born on March 21st? Who was the first actor? So your actors are as follows. Matthew Broderick, Bruce Willis, Glenn Close, Gary Oldman. I'm relatively sure that Gary Oldman was born on March 21st. Okay. That, that's better than my pick two out of four random people. So do you, do you have any, any better idea than pick one out of three for the other one? No. One and th first and last, Matthew Bro I don't know what his name is. I don't know who Broderick. he is. Bro 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 Broderick, then. So we're saying Broderick and Oldman, is it? I think we're going to say that, please. Okay, Broderick and Oldman. We'll go to Jake and Tom. I, I, I was personally I also going to go for that. Yeah, same. I was going to go for Oldman, but I wasn't too sure on Broderick. I was going to go for Broderick. Just... <laughs> okay, you're also going Broderick and Oldman. Dan and Paul? Uh, Paul, I'm, I, I'm pretty certain that... Um... That Oldman is definitely in in, mm. in March. I'm, I'm, I Broderick, I despise because he's a murderer. Um, mm. But I, I I don't know. 
wouldn't we look foolish if everyone else went for the right one and we were for the wrong one? <laughs> do, do we do we bend to peer pressure is what you're saying here? I'd say yeah, so we look cool. <laughs> Let's go for it. Yeah, we're going for the same. We'll go down with the ship, if not. <laughs> okay, so all of you are saying that the two people born on March 21st are Broad- uh, Matthew Broderick and Gary Oldman. I can yeah. tell you that the, the two born on March 21st are Matthew Broderick and Gary Oldman. So wow. <laughs> that's two bonus points to each team. So, David, what does it do to the final scores for that round? Doesn't help things in terms of uh, tying. So... Uh... Ed and Alex had three points from that. Jake and Tom had six points. And Dan and Paul also had six points. Okay, so that is three points then to Birthday of the Dead and New Gods. And two points. Okay, before we move on, just do another check-in. So, Jake and Tom, how are things going? Because obviously your partnership is a relatively newer one, as opposed to everyone else's. Yeah, we've uh, we've already just uh, sort of started. But from the moment I, I looked into Jake's eyes, I just knew it was right. I knew it deep down. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited to carry on working for him. So yeah, things yeah, have been wait, good. Working for him. They're working with him. Sorry. It's been a long time. I was going to say, Jake, Jake, is dark, Jake. Jake is dark side. Uh, Tom hey, is... Hey. <laughs> let's be, let's be clear. There's no work involved that I, I'm not paying him. Like it's, it's, it's more like, it's more like, uh, it's more like free labor. <laughs> Yes, um, he just like drags me on the podcast and just uh, whips me until I say things, and then he records them, and that's the okay, extent that's, of our work. Okay, that is not the sort of relationship I want for me and David, so that's absolutely fine. Uh, um, I throw comic books at him and I ask him to explain it. <laughs> yeah, can I just say I get off on it? One of like, you is uh, Granny Goodness, and is one of you, you know, pr- plays one of the other sort of like. Um, the, the other yeah, Jake is Granny. Um, <laughs> Jake is Granny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, and which one of you's got the whip? <laughs> granny, obviously. Well, That's Granny, know, yeah. Granny's, yeah. Got, granny's got the Lashina. whip. Lashina. Surely. Come on, you know your new gods. Lashina. Well, who's... actually, um, Big Barda has a whip at times as well, but she's mainly got a sword. So but, I mean, the name is Lash. It's part of her name, and she was trained by Ga- Granny Goodness. I mean, my God. We can have a big oh, discussion well, I, about you yeah, guys. I'm a big I fan. Think, uh, the comic I think knowledge is we should bring Tom. him on the show, Jake. He knows <laughs> things. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to round number four. My favouritely named. You're nicked and you're going to jail, which is a massive cage. Get it? Gee, I wonder who this round is going to be about, guys. Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Ah! I love my eyes! Yeah, uh, I love Nick Cage. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, he's got a birthday coming up. Or is... Wait, it was Jan 7th. Yeah, we're just going to do this anyway. I love <laughs> Nick Cage. Um, I think he is a wonderful hammy actor. He's so hammy that vegans hate him and are uh, calling for his death. Um, basically, what I also love is the fact that he is so distinctive in his absolute chaoticness. So we're basically just going to have this round pay homage to him. We're going to play various Nick Cage clips and we want you to try and guess what film that clip is from. So there are six clips. Uh, this is a round where so long as one member of your team gets it, you will get the point. Are we ready for clip number one? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z! Oh, 
nice little bit of uh, of alphabet counting there. I'm pretty sure that would help out for some of these students that Alex has been judging today. Okay, so we'll go in order of who submitted. So, Tom, which film do you think it is? Uh, just because of how crazy he, how crazy he sounded it, I went for Face Off. Paul? Uh, Raising Arizona? Dan? Well, I went for Face Off as well, purely because of the mentalness. Ed? I just picked a film and so said Connor. Jake? Uh, Deadfall. And Alex? Vampire's Kiss. Okay. So the correct film is... Vampire's Kiss. Is that another one of your incredibly weird, depressing films that have just been on the list, Alex? We had... Actually, I can't say that on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I've just realised this anecdote is not suitable. Oh, wow, we've actually found your limit. That's a bit bit concerning. Craig at the beginning was like, oh, we can have swears, it's my birthday. And Alex was like, no, this goes beyond that. (laughs) Clip number two. This first... I, yes, I, I think it's... Yeah. How to get burned? How to get burned? I, How to get burned? How to get burned? I don't know! Are we allowed to ask just what that question was? Because I heard him screaming a question, but not much The exact it. words he said are, and I quote, How'd it get burned? Okay. So most of you have gone for the same answer. I'm just going to ask the, the people who didn't first. Paul? Uh, Ghost Rider, he's dead, there's some fire. Uh. Makes sense. Jake? I went with Lord of War, because, you know, fire explosions. Okay, Ed? Uh, Wicker Man, because big Wicker Man goes fiery. Alex? Same as Ed. Tom? Yeah, that film's burnt into my mind, it's Wicker Man. And Dan? Wicker Man, but I really wanted you to use a different quote. From that, and everyone knows it was seen Wicker Man, we... up. but you might use it later, so I won't say it. Yeah, it is indeed the Wicker Man. So that is a point to every team because one representative got it. And we now go to quote clip number three. I never really enjoyed the Messiah. In fact, I think it's fucking boring. But your boys. Makes even a hack like Handel seem like a genius. I can definitely tell in this round uh, who's carrying who in certain dynamics. Okay, so same as before, we'll go for the people who weren't unanimous. Ed? I did my I don't know, so I'm going to say Connor. Jake? Yeah, same. So I just want to match thick men. And Paul? Bad lieutenant. Okay, and the rest of you? This is face-off, one not Face-off. Face-off. So again, that's a point to all teams. Um, next clip. All right, look, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry I was such a saint before, and I'm, I'm such a prick now. But maybe I'm just not... The same guy that I was when we got married. You know what? Maybe you're not. Okay, I was about to say Alex was literally looking as if like she could kill me right now. I now understand based on the answers she sent me. Alex, what did you send? 
I said no idea, but I think I've remembered what it is now. I think it's, I, I know I haven't sent it, but I think it's The Family Man. Okay. Jake? Uh, Kiss of Death. Ed? On the basis that I'll be really annoyed if it turns out to be Conair, and on that question I haven't put Conair, I put Conair. <laughs> Tom? Uh, I went Lord of War. Then Dan and Paul have gone for the same answer, which is Raising Arizona. Arizona. Which is um, annoyingly, Alex's eventual remembered guess was correct, but as stated, was not sent to me, so I'm not accepting it. (laughs) For context, the reason I know these is we did a lot of paracetamol and watched all of the Nick Cage films we could find. Um, So sometimes the memory is a bit laggy, but I do know them. No, I also love watching Nick Cage films whilst on paracetamol. It's a (laughs) wonderful experience. And I, for one, do not need the influence of paracetamol to (laughs) my Nick Cage films. That's the official Well Good Movie stance on (laughs) paracetamol. Does too much paracetamol <laughs> cause that other Nick Cage film? Was it like the color of space? Or is it... <laughs> this is your brain. This is your brain on paracetamol. <laughs> anyway, clip number five. You and your missus take it out. Oh, now look what you've done. You brought the little Barbies down on us. You take the missus outside. I'm staying right here. Ben, Good afternoon, sir. Hello. Been drinking, have we? Just a nip. Just popped down to the pub for a pint. Bit of all right. Going to arrest the man for that. Going to detain a blighter for enjoying his whiskey. It's all right, that's enough, sir. Beggars and mash. Sir? Bubbles and squeak. Smoke your pie. Sir? Haggers! That's it. Dismount the banister. I've got a lovely oh, bunch of coconuts. Here they are. Forward! Come on! Stop as big as your head! That was brilliant. It was indeed brilliant. But what was it? I'm going for just thinking of names of films without actually seeing them at all, because I have no idea. Okay, I think that's everyone. So, Dan? There's a film I've heard of that he did, but I've only ever seen the trailer, and it was called Outcast. Outcast? Jake? Bangkok Dangerous. Bangkok Dangerous. Tom? Uh, I went for National Treasure, because I had no other idea. (laughs) National Treasure. Uh, Ed? I once again take Conair for a thousand, please. Conair, Alex, The Rock, The Rock, and Paul. Uh, I've gone for National Treasure as well. Okay. So the correct answer is National Treasure 2. However, I'm going to be nice and I'm going to award. I'm going to award the point for National Treasure to uh, the teams, including Tom Paul. So that is a point for Birthday of the Dead and the New Gods. And now we come to our final clip of this round. David, once you're ready. Mm. Kerrigan must have told me about that thing that killed his men last night, huh? Yeah? That thing is inside of me. See, you're a bad man. And this thing, the writer, he feeds on them and he's hungry. He's hungrier than he's been years, and that's why I'm shaking. Because right now, the only thing standing between you and the writer is me. And he's just. He's, he's scraping at the door! Scraping at the door! 
Okay, so we'll deal with the the one guess, which isn't what everyone else has gone for. Ed, uh, I'll, I'll give you one guess. What I put? It's it's, it's Conair. Right. Is so it Conair? Defin- no? uh, definitively, yeah, okay. it is not Conair. So I will say now, everyone else has gone for Ghost Rider. I'm going to give you all a gamble choice. I want you to consider very highly. There are obviously two Ghost Rider films. There is a first and a second. So you have Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Specifically, which of those two films does this quote belong to? I think he went even crazier in the second. uh, And it sounds like he's just going all out with this one. So I'm going to go with the second one, Spirit of Vengeance. I agree with Granny. Okay. Yeah, same. Yeah, so just to say where everyone's at, Paul is the only one who thinks it's from the original. Everyone else has gone for the second. Everyone who's gone for the second is... Correct. So that is a point to every team, because Dan did say Spirit of Vengeance. Specifically, he wrote Spirit of Vengeance. So, at the end of that round, David, what are the scores? (laughs) It's four to every team. Four points on every team. So that's basically three... (laughs) to every team excellent and now we come to the final round and with every end game special this is the lovingly titled mojo mind so this is our intensive quiz round of the game ed as somebody who has actually been on masterminds this should be yeah PTSD enhancing? Yes, yes, it will will be. Okay. I shouldn't say okay when somebody talks to me about PTSD. (laughs) It's in keeping with the theme of this uh, podcast. So You've got Alex with you. You'll be fine. And also, uh, one thing that Ed and Dan will both have in common uh, is both contestants on Eggheads at one point. Did you win, Ed? I, I won my head-to-head. I beat CJ into the dust. That's, Good. Uh... That's all that matters. If you if you beat CJ, you're okay by me. <laughs> and then also Alex's connection to Mastermind is, while not having appeared on the actual show, uh, did did win a version of Mastermind that Ed ran uh, over the summer. What was your specialist subject, Alex? Papa. Watching Nick Cage films on Paracetamol. I'm joking. <laughs> no, just, just the music of ABBA. It was good fun. I had a good time. I had a good time too, until I lost, and then I, I turned into an absolute dick. Anyway, the rules for this game. So the way that this game will work is that I've taken three uh, top ten lists, as written uh, by uh, Watch Mojo, the YouTube channel, probably one of my favourite channels for reasons i cannot explain and i have written quiz questions where all of the answers will be the names of the films on this list what i uh what i would like to note is that the questions might not necessarily be a question which is what is this film but it will just be a question which is just means that the answer is still the name of that film the common example we give is if you're in a car accident and you hurt your head what are you suffering from the answer is Whiplash. Whiplash is obviously the name of the film, but the answer was not the film itself. Does that make sense for everyone? 
cool. The way this will work is that there are three categories. I won't tell you what the categories are until you select. Um, the way that this also works in terms of answering questions is that you will have five questions each in an alternating basis. Uh, so you also choose who goes first and who goes second in terms of answering. So as the team currently in third, uh, in third place, which is the new gods, you get to choose. Do you want A, B, or C? What are you feeling, Tom? I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling B. I don't know why. Just feeling B. Go for straight down the middle, yeah. Yeah, just right there. You're going for B? I thought you were going to go A for Apocalypse. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, God damn it. And, uh, so who wants to go first and who wants to go second? Uh, well, who who was it whipping who earlier? That, that's Gra probably Granny it. does the whipping, so... <laughs> so yeah, Tom will, will go first. Cannon follow first. Jake is like Magneto in this situation. He's like, in chess, the pawns go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tom is first, Jake is second. The category you've gone for is the top 10 house party movies. Oh, it's my God. birthday. I want to celebrate, and I can celebrate with these movies. I've seen like three. <laughs> you have a maximum of four minutes to answer all these questions. If you pass, you can return to it, but the other person cannot answer it for you still. The moment you give me an answer, that answer is locked in. Are you ready? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Starting in three, two, one. Tom, Michael J. Fox transforms into what in this particular party movie? Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to pass. I have no idea. Jake, taking its name from the German tradition of Oktoberfest, what fest would be dedicated specifically to the third most popular drink in the UK made from malted barley? That's annoying because I actually know this one. Damn it, Jake. This is your fault. Can I pass? <laughs> Tom, yes. complete this song lyric. Okay. Bye, bye, Miss American Pie. Correct, Jake. Which film? Uh, which film created the character McLovin? Oh, oh. Come, on, come on, man! Come on, man! <laughs> come on, man! You know this. Is it? Uh, it's not. Uh, no. Oh my god! No, I, I don't know. I'm just going to say Animal House. Oh my god, Jake. Super bad. Tom. <sighs> solve yeah. this solve this mental arithmetic question. Why? If I, if I have 45 candles and I take away 29 candles, what am I left with? 16 oh. candles. Correct. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> which party which party film shares its name with a song from the replacements? A song about the anticipation of finally being able to connect with a loved one after a separation for a long time. Oh, I, no, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm Tom. I'm going to try. Great. Contain, uh, containing cast members such as Bill Paxton and Robert Downey Jr., which film about a group of teens creating the perfect woman with hilarity ensuing later spawned a TV show of the same name? Could you repeat that? Yep. 
uh, containing cast members such as Bill Paxton and Robert Downey Jr., which film about a group of teens creating the perfect woman with hilarity ensuing later spawned a TV show of the same name? Um... Something... <laughs> Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. <laughs> Weird science. Uh, okay. Jake, which party movie includes various antics such as a robot serving drink, drinks for a group of people who would be characterized as nerds? Uh, fanboys? Revenge of the Nerds. Tom, what term is, us uh, is used to refer to doing something in, in a traditional manner, such as partying as if you were 10 years younger? Sorry, can you repeat that again? Yeah. What term is used to refer, is used to, refer to doing something in a traditional manner, such as partying as if you were 10 years younger? Yeah, I got no idea. I got nothing. <laughs> Jake. Which frat boy party film popularized the toga as an outfit for drunken debauchery? No idea. Okay, so you've passed on all of those questions. You have 15 seconds. Do you wish to return to any questions? No, I, I honestly have no idea on any of these. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm useless here. <laughs> I got nothing. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Darkseid. That's four minutes. Okay, so Dan looked particularly stressed during some of those. I'm guessing Dan knew some of the answers? I, I knew all of the answers, yeah. I'm really frustrated. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, what does Michael J. Fox turn into? A teen wolf. Correct. Oh. Uh, the, uh, if you, the fest for a... Be a fest. Be a fest, correct. Uh, the character McLovin is from... Super bad. Super bad. Super bad. Um, the separate, uh, the the film sharing its name with a song from the replacements about uh, our anticipation of being with somebody again after a long separation is "Can't Hardly Wait." Uh, Weird Science is the film with Bill Paxton and Robert Downey Jr. about creating a, uh, a perfect woman. Revenge of the Nerds is the film that had a robot dishing out drinks. Uh, you go old school if you're doing something in the traditional manner. Oh, fucking hell. And finally, the frat boy film with the toga is Animal House. It wasn't. <laughs> so, I think you guys just got unfortunate with the list that you chose. So, I... Yeah, I... I haven't seen like three quarters of those movies I haven't seen. So in some ways they were fortunate that Dan didn't get that list. So, you know, <laughs> there, there might be some, you know, logic to that. I'm entirely um, blaming Jake for this. <laughs> one. Okay. So you got two points. Congratulations. So now we go to our current second place, which is birthday of the dead. Dan and Paul, would you like a list set a or C? Um, have you any particular preference, Paul? I mean, my favourite vitamin is C. <laughs> I do like I do like a Satsuma, so let's go is, for that is one. It, is it in your basket, Paul? Is this vitamin C in the basket? There's apples in there. That's the best. Thing <laughs> yeah, but those you've you've got those golden delicious apples, which are the weak ass apples <laughs> of all time. <laughs> okay, so you're going for set C. Yeah. Who's going to answer first and second? 
Do you have a preference, Paul? You, you can go first, Dan. I'll go first. There we are. Okay, okay, so Dan is going first. Paul is going second. On the top 10 time travel movies. Because I'm getting older, I wish to go back in time. And also back in time to a situation where we're not under lockdown. Okay. As, uh, as with the others, four minutes starting now. Dan, what is the name of the concept where, uh, where a single alteration to the past could have massive knock-on effects to the future? Butterfly effect. Correct. Paul, which film recently received a sequel with the name ending in Face the Music? Bill and Ted. Uh, can you ex- uh, expand a bit more? Bill and Ted Face the Music? Uh, I'll, ex- uh, I'll accept Bill and Ted. I'm, I wanted Bill and Ted's <clears throat> Excellent Adventure. Okay. Dan. Oh, I see. Sorry. Okay, Dan, solve this mental arithmetic question. A zoo has 48 monkeys in its enclosure. A massive incident occurred where three quarters of the monkeys escape. How many monkeys does the zoo still have? Okay, that's 12 monkeys based on the um, uh, animatic from the 1970s called La Jetée. Correct. That probably won't help you in terms of time. Uh, Paul, what is the full name of the fourth installment in the original Star Trek movie series? Star Trek Four of Voyage Home. Correct. Dan, Bruce Campbell is sent back in time to find the Necronomicon in which movie? Uh, The Evil Dead. Oh, no, not the Evil Dead. Sorry. The Medieval Dead. Uh, Army of Darkness is what I was looking for. Oh, my fucking God. I can't believe that. (laughs) Paul. Sorry. My mistake. Paul, receiving a musical adaptation as written by Tim Minchin, which film shares its name with the holiday on February 2nd that is used to denote the last days of winter? Matilda, I don't know. Groundhog Day. Dan. Ugh. Which film contains the class, uh, the iconic quote, you maniacs, you blew it up, damn you, damn you all to hell? Planet of the Apes. Correct. Paul. Which movie sequel tricked the general public by showing trailers to the, uh, to the film that suggested that the villain from the first film had returned as the threat when actually he is now the good guy? Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Correct. Dan, uh, within science fiction, what are devices that allow an individual to travel freely through time often referred to as, with popular examples being the TARDIS from Doctor Who or the Time Sled? Time Machines. Correct. Paul, which film starring Christopher Lloyd popularized a particular make of car? Back to the Future. Correct. And that's all your questions. So... Yep, you had a fortunate uh, you had a fortunate draw there. Uh, two incorrect answers, as we heard, but in the end, you scored eight points. Well done. I love the idea of Matilda being the last days of winter. <laughs> Can that be a thing now? Like Matilda has arrived. I got thrown by Tim Minchin and the incredible amount <laughs> of whiskey I had at the start. <laughs> that might have been part of the, the part of the ploy. Okay, and finally, then we come on to. Two snails, a frog, and the dinosaur walk into a bar. Into a Zoom call. Sorry. A Zoom call. Sorry. I will make sure that's that's correct somewhere in the promotional for this ad uh, episode. Um. So, do you have a preference between who goes first? Ed, do you want to go first? Because you know about quizzing. I, I mean, we get the same number of questions, and we don't know which questions are which. But okay, sure. <laughs> I'll go first. Okay, so Ed's going first. Alex is going second on the top 10 worst movies of the 1990s. Oh, dear. Okay. 
That's been a good run. Are you ready to begin? Why not? All right, three. All the answers are the room, Ed. Don't worry. <laughs> three. I don't think it's an advantage, but okay. Two. One. Ed. Which remake of a 1960s spy show shares its name with a successful superhero franchise? Uh, pass. Alex. Starring a young Elijah Wood, which film shares its name with a direction on the compass? Uh, I don't know. Pass. Ed. Sorry, Ed. A successful Nintendo franchise started by this game. Which game was then made into a movie that instead of its natural aesthetic, turned the setting into a futuristic science fiction locale? Uh, Legend of Zelda? Uh, Super Mario Bros. Alex. Starting as a character from SNL and containing an uncredited writing slot for Quentin Tarantino, if your friend Pat is at the door and somebody asks you who's at the door, what do you respond with? I don't know. I've never seen SNL. Pass. Utilising the setting that some cars have to allow the driver to not need to keep their foot on the accelerator for long periods of time, what is the name of the sequel to the popular film that is referred to in The Simpsons as The Bus That Couldn't Slow Down? What's the question again, please? Uh, Utilising uh, the setting that some cars have to allow... Cruise control. The... I'll accept. It is speed to cruise control. Um, Alex. Shaquille O'Neal stars as a genie in which film? Aladdin. It's Kazam. Oh, yeah, that's not... That's Aladdin's a not a bad person. film, Alex. Oh. Ed. In the episode of Only Fools and Horses called Heroes and Villains, Del Boy and Rodney run through the back streets of London dressed as which comic book characters? Batman and Robin. Correct. Alex. Receiving only one positive review on Rotten Tomatoes, which film, which film implies that babies have their own secret intelligent language and are actually able to fully understand, uh, uh, fully understand people and that people become dumber the older that they get from babies? I don't know. Ed. Which Highlander film includes a term meant to be uh, meant to refer to speeding up, but is a frankly ridiculous term that doesn't actually exist apart from in pregnancy and is an insult to our to our intelligence, as is this film itself? I'm not sure I can name a Highlander film. Pass. Alex, sharing part of its name with the Natalie Portman 2018 film. What is the name of the sequel to the 1990, uh, 1995 film Mortal Kombat? I do know this. Um, uh, the... No, I don't. I don't know. Pass. Go on to Ed. Ed might know something. Okay, well, he won't know anything about your questions because he's not allowed. So, yeah, but uh, the next are one. They, are they... No, no, that's the 10th question. Oh, can I go back to mine? Which one? The, the Elijah Wood one. Yes. North. Correct. Anyone, any others that you wish to return to? What was my first question again? Your first question is, which remake of a 1960s spy show shares its name with a successful superhero franchise? Avengers. Correct. Are there any others is, you wish to refer to? Is the Mortal Kombat one... Mortal Kombat... Uh, an Annihilation? Correct. 
How long do we have left? Can you just repeat my, my pass? 15 seconds. Can you just repeat my, my first pass, which I haven't already answered yet? Let's see if I can guess it. Which Highlander film includes a term meant oh, to refer to... Happen. Yeah. Pass. <laughs> yeah, no. And four minutes. Okay. So, let's look at some of your passes. Um, so... There was no way I could come up with a good question for this, but starring as a character from SNL and containing an uncredited writing slot for Quentin Tarantino, if your friend Pat is at the door and somebody asks who's at the door, what do you respond with? It's Pat. The film is just called It's Pat. Like, how on earth? That's why I broke down when you said that question because I was like, I can't take this seriously. Um, then the next one. Uh, so... The film that implies the babies have their own secret intelligent language is a film called Baby Geniuses. Uh, the Highlander sequel is Highlander 2 The Quickening. And those were your passes. So in the end, you scored five points. I was only, I was a born, I was a baby for all of the 90s. Yeah, and therefore. I mean, that's what happens when you do well in the rest of the game. You get punished by having that list left. Uh, and can I just say, you may have been a baby, but I don't think you you were around when all dogs went uh, go to heaven was around. <laughs> True. And you know who's dead in that. <laughs> it's a really interesting YouTube a video on YouTube about how he killed his daughter and his wife in a like fit of rage. Oh, I know what I'm watching tonight. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, I'm not sure if you were paying attention to the scores in that round, David, but if you were, please tell us what they are. Yeah, yeah. so that it was eight to Dan and Paul, two to Jake and Tom, and five to Ed and Alex. Yep, that is so. indeed correct. So, we have an interesting scenario that's occurred. In second place, with a, with a respectable 11 points, we have the New Gods. <laughs> Which means... This sounds in, like it's a type of first. In joint first place, with 15 points each, we have both Birthday of the Dead and two snails, a frog and a dinosaur, walk into a zoo pool. I, I accept that. That's, that's good. That's a happy, happy... Yep. Sorry, new gods. So the question is, do we leave it at that or do we try and break the tie? Break the tie. What, what was the prize money again? Mm -hmm. Uh... So the, so the price is twofold. Uh, each member of the winning team will gain, uh, will gain a £10 gift certificate to a cinema of their choice once cinemas are up and running again, as well as the opportunity to choose a film, uh, to choose a film each that David and I will spend an episode talking about with you and other guests. I mean, there sounds like prizes we could just split, right? As in, like, a te the teams come up with a film rather than the individuals do. Okay, so I think in the... I think as it is my birthday in the spirit of generosity, I think what we're going to do is we're going to have two winners. So congratulations to both the teams on Birthday of the Dead and, and uh, two, uh, two snails, a, a frog and a dino walk into a Zoom call. <laughs> so um yeah so in terms of the in terms of the prizes uh we'll give you both times uh time to basically think within your team what film slash franchise slash area you would like us to talk about in an episode and we will organize to do an episode with you for that 
how this Ooh. is going to work for my potential future champion of the champions plans. We will see. But... <laughs> the, 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 a mega team of four, right? It's, it's got to be a mega team. <laughs> or, 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 or we can just have like, so what? It, it would be three teams if there was a solo winner today, right? It would be three teams. Yeah. You could you could just have four teams. There'll just be a special episode dedicated to just your two teams before that episode where it's like, who will get through the Hunger Games? <laughs> it will be the showdown. Okay. So, so, so we're doing this after lockdown, so it's literal Hunger Games, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, Paul's ready with his basket of food for anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come along. He's, in, he's in the tree with the basket. He's got I'm armed with a dog. I've got entertainment as well. We're all sorted. Roblox. And, <laughs> and a spoon. I will gouge people's eyes out. <laughs> Fantastic. I think okay. the, the most important thing is, Ed, we know what dog-related film Craig would really love to watch, don't we? Oh, crap, no. Oh, oh, oh shit, of course, yes. Um, well, it's happening. I've got a copy of it over here if you want me to, to send it to you. Yeah, show Dan. Dan will appreciate this. Oh, he's oh, oh. <laughs> For those of you who obviously cannot see what's going on, Ed has revealed that he owns a DVD of Pudsey the Movie. Pudsey the movie is obviously a particularly sore spot for me as one of the people who lost to that freaking dog on Britain's Got Talent several years ago. The dog went on to make a film with soon-to-be Oscar winner Olivia Colman. Happy birthday! was robbed. He was absolutely robbed. <laughs> he won! You could have been making it. Yeah, but he should have, been, he should have, he should have won Best Actor. Ed will definitely be providing us that DVD because we, we, we don't want to spend money on that, you know, four, t- four times over. It might be available on streaming services. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> like, it might be available free on streaming services if you've got them, but I don't know. Why is it I leave every single one of these end games with an absolute sense of dread because of the films I now have to promote? First it was Phantom Fred, then it was the Fifty Shades franchise, and now it's Pudsey the movie. <laughs> Happy birthday. Anyway. That is the end of uh, the end game special. So thank you very much to all of our teams. So uh, let's start. Let's start with the new gods. Where can we find you guys? Uh, you can find us uh, in the pits of apocalypse, um, coming up with a very over convoluted revenge scheme. Um, <laughs> but you can also find us at capes, cows, and masks. Jake, do you want to do the rest of the uh, the the, the publicize sign off? <laughs> sign off. Yeah, yeah, you can. Um, yeah, you can find us on all the socials, at, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Capes, Cows, and Masks, and um, yeah, check out our podcasts uh, available where all podcasts are available: Apple, Spotify, wherever they're, wherever they are. So if you like nerdy superhero stuff, check us out because we got it all covered there, from news, movie reviews, and of course all the Marvel Disney Plus shows coming up. Fantastic. And I, I also I've enjoyed working with these guys in the past as well. Like I've been on uh, their one uh, their uh, Wonder Woman eighty four review, uh, and that was good. Uh, that was good fun. So I definitely recommend these guys. Uh, okay, handing uh, handing over then to uh, the first of our uh, first of our two winners, which is two uh, two snails, a frog, and the dinosaur walk into a Zoom call. Is there anywhere where we can find you guys, or is there anything you'd like to promote? You can still find, I believe, my episodes of Mastermind on YouTube. So go watch me actually be good at quizzing rather than the shit show that you endured today. <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise, if you want to get involved in university debating, there are many competitions online. <laughs> Don't, that, that's wrong. You can't tell people to do that. You can't right. subject them to that. Also, no one should want to find me. Like, nah. 
if you think I'm bad here, <laughs> social media is worse. Okay, Wonder, uh, wonderful and anticlimactic. And then also, uh, Birthday of the Dead. Is there anywhere where we can find or follow you guys or any upcoming projects you'd like to promote? Um, well, you can find me on um, Spotify or podcasts. Uh, you know, uh, 10 Stories High, you can hear, listen to me telling some stories about um, time travel and other worlds and stuff like that. Uh, um, or you can possibly find me in my attic uh, trying to stack thousands and thousands of comics into boxes <laughs> and hiding them away so that I could, so I could put up a cupboard or something as dull. Um, and, and apart from living upstairs for the rest of the week, um, <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to, but my Instagram is, account is Saul Huntman and it is just pictures of ceilings that I um, happen to be under at the time. Does that include the new ceiling that you've just had in your house? Uh, there's, there's a picture of it naked at the moment before the, the paint goes on and then we're going to have a fully clothed one on Friday, hopefully. It's, it's come full circle. That's why he's having the ceiling done. It's just like, we have to get it done for my Instagram. It's just like, it's nothing wrong with it. £3,000 for two Instagram pictures. <laughs> exactly. I love as well how your team had like time travel as well again it like keeps coming up like with the rory's first kiss that was like a time travel like story i'm like why is this coming keep coming up i also just love the range of adverts we had there we had one uh we, we had some guys with like like a fully fleshed out like uh podcast to talk about we had two teams talk about yeah here's a thing i've done and also just don't no don't don't hunt me out and then other guys basically talking about yeah some good projects and also just sealing instagram it's fantastic <laughs> that's what i love about you guys just such a weird range but yes that is everything from the end game special is there anything that you have to say david uh no just thank you once again for everyone for joining us it's been a really fun one and uh yeah lots of uh madcap answers and lots of craziness coming up and yeah it's been really fun yeah, and thank you again for giving me this birthday treat of giving me the reins of the episode again. <laughs> yeah. I think we should all sing happy birthday, everyone, <laughs> to Craig. Can we do Zoom, it? Over Zoom is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like, ah! I've got to be a part of this train wreck. Let's do it. Think about it, Craig. It's gonna, David's going to have to edit this. And this <laughs> <laughs> no, leave it, it unedited. Leave it unedited. <laughs> okay. So how's it going? Oh, <laughs> it's been so long since How we've been in person, go? guys. I can't remember the song. <laughs> you know, happy birthday to Craig. You have to count us in. Count us okay. down. Three, two, one. It's your birthday. It's the day that you were born. It's the day your mama brought you home.
<laughs> join us next week so yeah because we had an end game uh, this week then you can get our usual topical episode which is next week where we talk all about films that have verses or you know v in the title uh, where it pits off two monsters or creatures uh, it's definitely an interesting one where uh, we're joined by uh, niall and dial at uh, die hill and we they dial nile and dial um where we go through all uh the fun films that we pick out of a, out of a hat so we even have to pick a you know a, a versus film out of a hat so uh yeah that's gonna be a fun one tune into that uh like us uh and like our guests as well apart from you know the people who don't want to be mentioned but we you can catch us on facebook twitter uh instagram at well good movies uh you can catch this podcast on itunes spotify youtube etc leave us a comment a review uh subscribe it all does help you can also catch us on our website which is freshtakehub.com slash wellgoodmovies and we also got a youtube now for uh fresh take uh, where we've got our first video essay which came from myself talking about spider-man so go check that out that was a lot of fun making that so thank you guys for joining us uh, it's been loads of fun and uh yeah we'll be interested to see how we progress now with the end game will 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 we have a, a four-person team return or will will they verse each other that's that's the secret guys the verses is actually dan uh, alex ed and uh, paul are just fighting it out in the next episode <laughs> so yeah thank you for joining us and uh yeah catch you in the next one bye-bye bye-bye bye 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 have a beautiful time A most depressing happy birthday I've ever shared in my life. Yeah, you know when you get like one of those things, it's like a wailing wall. That's just what it felt like. Voices coming through. It's just like they they play that to the lowlies on Apocalypse. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Oh God. Well, we made great, great cry. That's that's the important <gasps> thing, guys. It was that emotional. My, my mouse just slipped.